Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Billy J, I need to tell you something, man. The home run derby, I'm very, very, very mad. I do not like it. The top three home run hitters in all of the baseball do not be in the derby. This is the bullshit I am talking about. In my tribe, in Ugangwe, we do not play this. All the top hitters always hit. That is how we do it. That is how it should be done. And then I want to talk to you about the Bellman. I am very, very, very upset with the Bellman. The man from, from the Steelers. How do you have another man come and speak on your behalf and tell the world that you will not be there after this year. Where are you as a man? In my tribe in Ugangwe, I got a silverback career by the boss at 12 years old and become man. I speak on my behalf, I'm man. What is wrong with this? This is the bullshit. You do not have another man tell the world that you will not be playing there. I do not like it. I am very, very, very mad. What's going on? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Grand Heffy, and get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. And how y'all doing today, man? Today, Wednesday, July 18th, uh, 2018. Um, man, listen, man, I feel good today, man. Um, that's that's why, you, man, listen, I just had a phone call right now, man. I was on the phone with a guy from the VA or from basically Beaumont, but it's because I'm a VA um, uh patient or whatever um i had to get surgery at the army hospital so i have to call the army hospital so i can get all of my post my post-op appointments uh for those that don't know uh, i had knee surgery back in february so i'm still you know you still have to do your this would be my six month post-op but anyways man um i'm sitting there talking to the guy and just immediately you know i told him my name my real name like billy ray and he's like you you must be from the South, huh? I'm like, yeah, I'm from Florida. So, you know, anyways, we get to chatting it up. You know, we get to talking about different stuff. You know, he's, he tell me about his kids, how he took his kids down to Alabama, and they experienced racism for the first time. And, and like, we was chatting it up, and I told him, like, a lot of people, you know, that's been around military their whole life or whatever, they don't really realize the outside or people who just live in a box. They don't really realize the, um, that, that racism is really real out here in the world. Like people down south, my you know, or my family and stuff stay in, in Tallahassee are still, you know, like still subject to to this kind of behavior. You know what I'm saying? In 2018, but you know, especially us military people, because us military people, all we do is look at it like, listen, man, I don't care if he's white, I don't care if he's Mexican, I don't care if he's Asian, 
whatever, man, he, he is. All, all I know is we all one family, regardless, you know, when, when you go down range and you, you take that oath and you, you know what I'm saying? Or you, you just enlist, you know, you, you, or you never deploy it, you know, all you know is your brothers to the left, to the right of you. And you don't see, and you don't really see no color. You don't care that, that this person is black. One of my best friends, man, that I met in the military is, is, I met, I met a few, you know, but, uh, and one of them is going to be on the show with me on Friday. So make sure you guys uh, tune in for that. Uh, my boy, uh, Ford, my boy, Royal Ford, uh, I met him, man. He's, he's one of my good brothers. Like I love this dude to death, but, uh, one of my other friends, uh, uh, Anna, Aaron, Michael, Anna, Mike Delta, my dude, but, uh, he's, he's a white guy, you know, he, He's one of my biggest supporters. Every time I every time I do a show, he's always sharing. He's always like, he's always coming. He even know my intro down down pat, you know. So we don't see color, man. When when, when you're in the military, so you know, outside of the military world, it's a shock to 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 people, you know. But anyways, you know, uh, we're gonna um move right into it, man. With the big news, we had breaking news uh last night, man. I went to sleep, woke up this morning. I was happy. I got that news to my phone. Like what? No, this ain't true, you know. And it's funny because my son's daughter had uh, I mean my um, my son's daughter. <laughs> He's six months. He's talking about his daughter. <laughs> my lady, uh, my girlfriend, her 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 oldest son had had told me like probably like last week sometime. He was like Kawhi to Toronto, and I'm like, nah, man, that's not gonna happen. He ain't gonna go to no Toronto. I wake up this morning. Guess where he went? The uh, obviously it wasn't his choice because he was still on the contract with the San Antonio Spurs, and sent, uh, Popovich decided not to do business with the Los Angeles Lakers. And I applaud Pop for that because that's the one thing I always said. Why would you? Why would you want to make your competitor better just to appease a guy who already told you in your face that you that he don't want to be on this team? So now you want me to, you want me to accommodate for you, right? When you tell me you don't want to play for my team. You know, and now you want me to trade you to a competitor. Oh, who, by the way, just got the best player in the world, LeBron James. So, um, the Spurs was asking from a, for a lot from the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, they was asking for, what, Ingram, uh, Josh Hart, and Lonzo. Because I believe Magic said Kuzma was the only one that was off limits uh, in that trade. Uh, but, um, and, like, what, two first-round picks, pick swap, and all that other stuff. And, of course, that was stupid, you know, to gut your whole roster for one guy. And I always said I didn't think Kawhi Leonard was worth um, giving all that, giving up all of that for in the first place. Um, I don't think he – he I don't think he's a guy that transcends the team. Now, I do believe, you know, Kawhi Leonard is one of the great players in this NBA. Don't get me wrong. Do not confuse what I am saying. But what I'm saying is you getting one player – and in return, you're shipping off three players. So now you don't have a bench. So yeah, yeah, you got Kawhi, but who who's gonna come off the bench for you? Cause you done gutted at least two of your starters in Ingram and, and Lonzo. Just to get Kawhi. So and you know, uh so I actually applaud that move. Now, the Spurs really got a really good deal here, man. Like, um, I know people are talking, you know, whatever. We're going to get on the Lakers, what the Lakers, what this means for the Lakers um, as it pertains to uh, this new trade. But if you ask me right now, just on the surface of the two teams that actually did the trade, uh, I believe the San Antonio Spurs got the better out, out that deal. And let me tell you why. 
do I think DeMar DeRozan is better than uh, Kawhi Leonard? No, I do not. But what I do know is DeMar DeRozan plays defense. Not as good as Kawhi. Of course not. But he plays damn good defense. Great on the ball defense. I also believe De- DeMar DeRozan is going to average. He's going to thrive in that Greg Popovich system. He's going to average about 28 points this year. Mark my words right now. He's going to average about 28 in Popovich system. Popovich is Popovich is good at getting guys to to thrive in his system, to just thrive in his system. You know, made guys, um, people believe in guys that wasn't even good. George Hill, he uh, he was good at, at at a little point for the Spurs. What is he doing now? Uh, Gary Neal looked like he was pretty good when he was playing with the Spurs. Don't even know where he's at now. Danny Green has looked, I mean, at that point, Danny Green had already been on the Cavaliers, got cut from the Cavaliers. He had already been in the, in the, in the D league, uh, and, and all that other stuff back when it was a D league, you know, uh, before he found a home with Greg Popovich's San Antonio Spurs and look at Danny Green added at least seven years to his career or Popovich added seven years to, to, to his career. So man, listen, and then he gets Jacob Poto. Now we know uh Popovich loved these these foreign guys. Um he he played at Utah, but obviously he's a foreign guy. Um he averaged last year seven points per game, um, and a block per game in eleven minutes playing with Toronto. Now we know Popovich's system and we know Popovich like to play those young guys. He liked to get those those young guys valuable minutes during the regular season, which is why come playoff time, the Spurs are always in contention because because when when the backups need to play, they're ready to play because they've been they've been battle tested. They've been through that fire the whole season. Popovich Popovich won't mind sitting your behind down on the bench. He don't care that that, that you're a superstar. He he'll sit your behind on the bench because you know what? We need you for the greater good. We need you for the for the playoffs, and we need to get these young guys ready. I always say that with the NFL, man. Why you think? Why you think? Backup quarterbacks don't thrive in the NFL. There's deceptions, one or two, here and there, here and there. But why do you think they don't thrive? How many times, I, I ask you this question, because I I don't like just saying stuff. I, you know, I like putting examples to everything, you know, especially stuff that could be controversial, right? How many times have you been watching an NFL game on Sunday or Monday or Thursday? You just be, you kicking back. And the game is out of reach. You Everybody knows it's out of reach. People are leaving in the stands. It's out of reach. And how many times is that is that is that first string quarterback still in the game? Instead of getting your your backup quarterback some valuable minutes, no, we'll put him in the game just to kneel down, and we'll leave our starter in the game the whole game. So there's a reason why backup quarterbacks is not that don't thrive as much, or we 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 make a big deal when they do something. I eat Nick Foles. You know, when he came in, uh, even a few years ago, and he threw like 27 touchdowns and one interception, no interceptions, whatever, um, that crazy stat line he had. Why you think we, um, um, what what was his name? I, I can't think of his name right off the top of my head right now. Uh, but the guy from New England, when 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 Brady when Brady tore his ACL that year, uh, and he and, and he came in and, and did so well. Why you think we praise that kind of stuff? We praise that kind of stuff because it's uncommon. And it's uncommon because these guys don't get the proper reps that they need. Practice reps are not the same as game reps. It is not It is not the same thing. So you got these guys, the starters that be in the game forever, and then the backups don't, don't really get a chance. On the other hand, Greg Popovich said, this is what we're not going to do. When the game is out of hand, you will not be in the game. 
uh, if I feel like you don't need to be in the game, you won't be in the game. We're going to play these young guys. We're going to get these guys ready. Do you think um, that Jontae Murray will, will, will be in this in the position that, that he's in right now? Had Greg Popovich not put started, implement him in the game more to get him those reps? Kyle Anderson, the guy who who, who just got paid, I believe, by, by Charlotte. Do you think he, he would have been in that position to, to do anything had it not been for Popovich playing those young guys? So Jacob Poto, in 11 minutes last year, one block, seven points per game in a Toronto system where he wasn't really the focal point because the offense ran through uh, DeRozan and then Kyle Lowry. So he wasn't even, you know, and even the third option, you know, he wasn't even that. So I think he goes to a to a Spurs team who shares the ball a lot better than what Toronto uh, does. Um, and he's playing with, to me, arguably the greatest coach that ever, that, that, that ever coached basketball. Um, you know, um, so... I think in that system, Popovich is going to get him up to probably about 15 to 17 minutes a game, 15, 16 minutes a game. And, you know, who knows what that can do. Maybe that block thing increase. He's a good rim protector. He's a seven-footer. He can kind of step out and shoot the three when needed. Uh, he's not a great, you know, shooter of the basketball. He's 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 okay around the rim. But seven points per game, I think that can go up to about 10 or 11 points per game. Uh, blocks, we can get that up to two playing more minutes. The more minutes you get, the more time you do have to do stuff. Um now and then and then the, the Rosen, like I said, I mean he he fits just so well with, with with Greg Popovich. He's not a flashy guy. He don't really need the spotlight. I mean that's why he wanted to stay in uh Toronto. He said he loved it in Toronto. You know, speaking of the Rosen, which is another reason why before I get to it, the point I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make an extra point to that point. That's why a couple weeks ago you heard me say I don't care about stars. I hate when I hate when the fans, you know, and I get it, man. You got your fandom, but not I'm talking I'm just talking about fans in general, not even fans of these teams. I hate when fans criticize players for going to another team. You know, I've only did it once. Sounds like a hypocrite, right? I've only did it once. Let me tell you why. I did it to Kevin Durant because I don't believe that you should go to a team as a competitor, me as a competitor, I, I had no problem with the move leaving OKC. Man, listen, go go get a ring. Listen, I I don't, I don't care. You know, leave OKC. My one thing was, don't go to the team that you should have beat, that beat you after you had a three one lead. That that's that's what that's that's what kills me in the Kevin Durant move. Not not that he actually left OKC. Listen, go do whatever you want to do, whatever you think is best for your career. I just didn't like the move, you know, uh, just to Golden State. I, I felt if he would have went to any other team, I don't think his backlash would have been as crazy. Because most people don't even like Russell Westbrook. So so most people agree that he shouldn't have played, he shouldn't have been playing with Russ. I have a different opinion on that, but that's for a different day. Um, but I didn't question him leaving. I questioned the team he went to, you know, because you don't have that backbone to to lead your team after you was just up 3-1. And you were the you were the main reason why y'all didn't win that game cuz you choked. So the move didn't bother me, him leaving didn't bother me. It was the team. Now we get mad at players for leaving teams cuz we supposed to be cuz they supposed to be oh so loyal, right? You know, oh my god. Where's the loyalty? Hefe, where's the loyalty? That that's that's what I hear. Where's the loyalty? And listen, man, uh, all I know is um Isaiah Thomas played 
with a messed up hip. He played the day after his sister died in a playoff game that nobody really, really, um, nobody really thought he would. And we applauded him for it. He did all that for a franchise. And, and you know what they turned around and do? Trade him. He was in line to get about 20-something million dollars a year. Now he's playing for, what, four or five million dollars a year? All because he wanted to be loyal to the franchise. You know, when DeAndre Jordan, when DeAndre Jordan uh, wanted to play, he when he when he verbally agreed to play for the Mavericks that time, and he didn't, everybody everybody killed him. He, he, they shouldn't even be able to do that. But teams can just up and trade you. You know, they they could just up and trade you at any time, and nobody nobody wags a finger, nobody get mad. Where's those same outraged people when 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 these teams just up and trade these guys? Where's the outrage? Cause, cause that's when we really should be outraged. Not, not when a guy that's a free agent, who who who's fulfilled his contract duties, leave a team. No, 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 no. We get mad. We get mad at those guys. We don't get mad at the organization. There's reports. Demar Derozan was just at a summer league game last week, and management told him, "You will not be traded. Don't worry. You're not gonna be traded. You're not gonna be traded." What happens uh, this morning, last night, this morning, DeMar DeRozan traded. He puts up on his Instagram to be told one thing and then be doing another. There's no loyalty in this. And that's why I applaud these players for going and, and, and creating their own decisions. I, I applaud the NBA and, and their players association for negotiating those type of contracts that to, to be freely moved here and there. It's totally different from the NFL, you know. Uh, plus, the NBA contracts are guaranteed. That's another thing the NFL, the NFL Players Association is so, is so terrible. I, I don't agree. I don't think that they fight for their, for their people at all. It makes no sense to me. But that's why I applaud players leaving. That's why I applaud LeBron leaving. That's why... I applaud Katie leaving other than the team he went to. You know, I applaud these guys for actually for actually leaving, you know, when they have chances to leave. Because Blake Griffin, same thing, man. They just gave him that contract. Blake Griffin, you're not gonna be traded, you know. You're gonna be a Laker, you're gonna be a clipper for life. You know, what do they do? Ship is behind to Detroit. That's what happens, and that's what happens, and in, in, in it's a and it's a business. So, so, so you know, as, as a player, yeah, you can get mad, but you can't get mad because that's part of the business. So, players leaving, that's also part of the business, you know. So, there's no loyalty with these owners because these owners only doing what's good for their bottom line. Now, I agree with the move to trade. DeMar DeRozan if you're Toronto because you know obviously it's not working in Toronto you just gave him all of that money uh last year um you know you gave they gave him that that max deal he still have three years left on his deal so they get that up off their books uh I believe next next to go is going to be Kyle Lowry you know now the Spurs agreed to trade who at Danny Green and Kawhi to to Toronto Kawhi is reportedly not happy about that, and why should he? He wanted to go to L.A. He gets sent to Canada, um, you know, and a protected 2019 first-round pick. Uh, so next year's draft pick uh, protected. So, you know, um, now to the real winners of whatever of, of this whole draft uh, is the Los Angeles Lakers. You know, I had a question. I had put up a question uh, for myself like uh, – Will Magic Johnson regret not signing um, 
Kawhi Leonard. And I think he played it brilliantly. You know, uh, there, that there was reports before saying LeBron was saying, do not trade away. Do not give up too much to get Kawhi because he liked the young pieces. Uh, so Magic stayed patient, uh, which he should, because there's no reason why you would want to give up Ingram, Hart, and Lonzo uh, just for Kawhi and two first-round picks. That's that's ridiculous. So obviously, I mean, the Spurs really, the, the Spurs really gifted Kawhi Leonard to, to them regardless. And I do believe that they're going to be still, the Spurs are still going to have to play Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James this upcoming season because this is where I think now Magic's going to kick it into overdrive. Let me tell you something. Josh Hart just won the Summer League MVP. You don't think his stock is sky high right now? Like, this trade couldn't have happened at any better time. Um, Josh Hart just won Summer League MVP. His stock, sky high. Uh, now, Toronto is not going to be asking for all of that stuff that that uh the Spurs wanted. Of course, because the Spurs had a vendetta out or they had an agenda, you know, where if you want Kawhi, you're going to make us way better. You know, you're just going to get Kawhi. And, and listen, I don't, people saying Pop was bitter, I don't think he was bitter. I think he was doing what was best for his franchise. Like, if you want Kawhi Leonard, you're going to have to pay for him. And if you don't pay for him, then oh well. Sucks to be you. I don't see how 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 that's being petty by trading him somewhere else because we all criticize the Cavaliers for trading Kyrie Irving in conference to a rival. So how can we then, on the other hand, turn around and criticize Popovich and say he's being petty or he's just doing it out of spite by not trading what people say a top five? I don't think he's top five. I I I, I put him in that top ten category, uh, right on the outside of that top five, maybe around like six or seven, maybe maybe eight. But um, that's to be debated. Uh, but. How can we blame Pop for not trading him in conference to make another team better? Just because we like this team and just because we want to see this team probably compete against the Warriors. And I get it. As a fan, listen, I, I get it. But Popovich is like, this is real life we're talking about here. This is real life that we're talking about. We're not just... This, this, this ain't fantasy basketball, you know, where if it don't work, guess what? We can try it again next year. No, like, this is right now. And I think the Spurs got better right now with DeMar DeRozan and Jacob Poto. I think they got better. I think now, I'm not saying they're going to be able to compete for championships in the West, but they're going to be, Popovich is going to have them right there in the West, I believe, a fourth or fifth seed probably, you know, in the West because it's Greg Popovich, uh, so, you know, the Spurs, the, the 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 Spurs got better. I think Toronto got better, obviously, when you add a guy like Kawhi Leonard. And you're gonna be in the Eastern Conference. So now the East is still gonna be the East is gonna be tight because you still got Boston, Kyrie, Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and all those guys. Um, Smart, uh, Horford, Aaron Baines. You still got those guys. I'll say Aaron Aaron Baines to a lesser degree. But he's a he's a big rim protector, and he he helped out a lot in the playoffs last year. And you still got Philly, the 76ers. You, you know, you you still got Joel over there, and and Simmons. Although I'm not high on him, it, he fits with that system. He does he does what was needed to be done that system for that team. Uh, they made a run last year. Of course, they're going to be make trying to make a deeper run this year. You still got Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee is still going to be a good team. Uh, you know, Indiana showed some flashes in the playoffs last year. So uh, the East, 
I don't, I don't think it's a lot. I, you know, a lot of people are saying it's going to be a lot because, of, you know, LeBron is gone and Kyrie and Hayward is going to be bad. But we haven't even seen that duel of Kyrie and Hayward. Uh, and all I know is Kyrie, being the man of his team, has never led his team to the playoffs as him being the sole superstar. You can say he did last year. Um, I, I'll have reason to debate because obviously they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals a game seven without him. So um, do I think they probably could have did that without him? Yeah, I mean, they did it without him, you know, going through the second half of the season. But all I know is Kyrie has never led his team to the playoffs. You know, all I know is when he was the man of the team on Cleveland, regardless of what you say about the team he had around him, they picked in the lottery twice. Uh, and they when they got Anthony Bennett and uh, um, Andrew Wiggins. So, and that was with Kyrie being your star of the team, the lone star of the team. So, uh, regardless of what team he had around him, LeBron had just as just as a sorry sorriest team uh, that 2007 year. So there's no excuse to, to you know to to miss the playoffs, especially in the Eastern Conference. You know, I see if he was in the West, but he was missing the playoffs, picking in the lottery in the East. That that don't make any sense to me. So that's still to be left up to to debate. But back to the back to the Lakers. Um, now Magic Johnson really have the upper hand in this trade. I don't because I don't really think Toronto is gonna ask for that much to get rid of Kawhi. You know why they're not gonna ask for too much to get to get rid of Kawhi because Kawhi is on a one year deal. He's already expressed. You know, from the reports of Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN and Chris Haynes of ESPN, uh, and I respect Adrian Wojnarowski's word as law when it comes to basketball. Um, when he say something, I believe him. He say Kawhi not happy, I believe Kawhi not happy. So now, Toronto, t- now listen, Toronto set themselves up really, really nice in this too. You know, because now they are going to be in a position to get some young talent, you know, to start rebuilding that franchise, to start revamping that franchise, to get that old culture out of there. You know, they fired Dwayne Casey after he had after he won, what, 60 games, had the best record in the Eastern Conference. Uh, They fired him. They just got rid of DeRozan. Uh, If Kyle Lowry don't think he's next, think again, buddy, you're going to be going next. Because why would they trade away DeMar DeRozan and keep Kyle Lowry? Not saying it's going to happen before the season start, but probably expect this to be Kyle Lowry's probably last season in in Toronto. Um, So now the Raptors set themselves up to get young talent to start rebuilding. And the Lakers and Magic Johnson, what they get is they're probably going to be able to get Kawhi now because the Raptors is not going to ask for much. Maybe they, maybe the Raptors only ask for Ingram and Hart. And if you, and if you, if you ask me Ingram, Hart, and probably one first round pick, whereas the San Antonio Spurs asked for Ingram, Hart, Lonzo, and two first round picks, the Toronto Raptors don't have that agenda. They don't have, they don't care about sending Kawhi Leonard to the West. You think they care about sending Kawhi Leonard to the West? No. As long as they probably not send them to the East. So, they're only going to probably ask for Ingram. If I was Toronto and, you know, I'm trying to get younger and I'm trying to rebuild, I ask for Ingram, I ask for Hart, and I ask for first-round pick. Do I think Magic will pull the trigger on that? I do believe Magic will pull the trigger on that uh, because you will still have Lonzo. You will still have Kuzma. Now you will have Ingram. I'm sure they'll probably package it for another player. They, they'll probably send Danny Green 
to the Lakers or whoever, you know, on the roster, whatever. But Kawhi will be there. You know, you got Lance, you got Rondo, you got JaVale, Kentavious Caldwell Pope. So, you know, I like that Mo Wagner. I like him. Uh, and that, that CV kid, I, I like, you know, I like what he's been doing in the summer league. But like I said last week, it's the summer league. You know, it's not the big boys. So, Magic is is with this Toronto trade has really lifted the top on everything. Now it's 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 at a point now where I believe before the season, uh, and I said two weeks ago, man, Kawhi Leonard. I know one thing: Kawhi Leonard will not be a San Antonio Spur at the start of the season. Check mark for me. I'm normally right, like I always say. Um, but this opened his door for Magic Johnson and the Lakers because. The Toronto Raptors, as I just said, they don't have no agenda. They don't care. Why would they care about sending him to the West? They don't have to face him into the NBA Finals if they make it there. And I don't think Toronto has made it to the Finals anyways. So why would, why would you know, Toronto front office care about sending him to the Lakers when they can get younger here? You know, they can get Ingram and, and Hart, you know, and, and mold these guys. So we're going to have to monitor that Kawhi situation, man. Now another thing that I have that just killed me, man, uh, was Le'Veon Bell, man. He, he, um, he didn't, he didn't. Uh, they, him and the Steelers cannot work out a deal. His agent put on Twitter like a couple days ago, uh, that this will probably be Le'Veon's last, um, excuse me, last, um, last year as a Steeler. And it's sad, man, what the NFL come to. And, you know, I seen somebody say it the other day. It's crazy how in the, the NFL is the only league. NFL has so many. Like, I, I don't really understand what what their player associations do. It really baffles me. It it, it it leaves me wondering, like, why? Like, how? Like, I don't, I don't understand. But the NFL is the only league that label players based on money. Or put money labels based based upon the position you pay, you know. Or uh, in the NBA, there's no such thing as the point guards make more than the centers, or you know the the the, the small fours make more than than this. No, when you're great, they pay you as a great. Doesn't matter what position you play. When you are a great, they don't they don't categorize you by position. They don't they don't they don't categorize you by Oh yeah, he plays point guard. Oh, he plays small four. Oh, he plays shooting guard. Oh, he plays power four. They don't do that in the NBA. They don't do that in in in, in major league. Um, you know that as far as of course, they're, they're, the 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 these sports certain players get get paid more. Like pitchers, they normally get paid a lot, but so did Albert Pujols. You know, so and 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 he wasn't a pitcher, but. They don't put caps on it saying, hey, you a first baseman. You can only make between this and this. They don't do that. Neither does hockey. You know, the NFL is the only, only, only sport, the only league that says, hey, running backs, you're only going to get paid this much. Quarterbacks, this is what you're going to get paid. Receivers, this is what you're going to get paid. D-line, this is what you're going to get paid. Safeties, this is what you're going to get paid. Cornerbacks, this is what you're going to get paid. They're the only ones that do that. Now, now. Just as a little insight here, right? I took the liberty and I wrote some stuff down. Le'Veon Bell last year had 321 carries, 1,291 yards, 11 TDs. 
or nine nine rushing. He had eleven total touchdowns, nine rushing TDs. He had eighty five receptions last year. Eighty five. That is receiver numbers. Eighty five receptions as a running back. Six hundred fifty five yards, two touchdowns, a eighty percent reception rate. Now they're they're saying Le'Veon no. Just like they, just like the Patriots try to do with Gronkowski. Oh, you're a tight end, but although you split me out wide, or or Jimmy Graham or whichever, I believe it was Jimmy Jimmy Graham. Sorry, uh, forgive me. Not 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 Gronk. Jimmy Graham. Uh, when he was with the Saints, like he's like, pay me as a receiver. Like you you pay me as a tight end, but you split me out wide 85 percent of the time. How does that make any sense to anybody? So if that's the case, should I just 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 only play my position at tight end, Le'Veon? Should I only just play my position at running back since you're gonna pay me as as like a running back? Um, he had 431 total touches last year. That is crazy. You know why? Cause they don't plan to use him anymore. They they don't plan to use him no more. Just like Demarco Murray in in um in Dallas, everybody kept saying why this was his contract year. Why are they why are they running him in the ground? You know why? Because they they wasn't gonna use him again. They didn't care about giving him all those touches. They didn't care about giving him all those hits. You know why? Because they never attended to sign him to re-sign him in the first place. Just like Le'Veon Bell, they never attended to. Well, they gave him seventy million, so I can't say they never intended to sign him. But they never intended to pay him for a guy for his production. Three hundred twenty-one carries, eighty-five receptions. Come on, man, like. Why use him as as a receiver if you're not gonna pay him as such? If you're just gonna cap him off at as a running back, you know that makes no sense. So the Steelers are prepared to let him walk, which I think is gonna be the biggest mistake of their life. And let me tell you why I think it's gonna be the biggest mistake of their life. The fact that Big Ben has already hinted towards retirement last year. You know, uh, I don't know if I want to play, and then now he gets mad when people ask him that, as if that's like a stupid question or something. Well, my guy, you're the one who put that out there that you're that you're more than retirement. Not us. We didn't say Big Ben is more than retirement. We didn't say Big Ben is thinking about retirement. No, Big Ben said I'm thinking about you know I don't know if I you know got it and all this other stuff. But then you get mad when people ask you the question. Listen, man, stop being sensitive. But Ben Roethlisberger does not have much left in the tank. And then you're only going to be left with Antonio Brown. Who's going to throw him the ball? Who's going to get Antonio open? And not when I say who's going to get Antonio open as if he need that help. But when guys don't have to load in the box no more because Le'Veon Bell is not there and they're putting double teams on you every single play. And he's not a big receiver like a Calvin Johnson or a Julio Jones who can who can kind of beat that double team, uh, you know, consistently. Um, what are you going to do then when you don't have a running game? Who are you going to, what are you going to do? Because Le'Veon Bell takes so much pressure off that offense. When you could just hand him the ball 20, 30 times a game. When you can throw him the ball six, seven, eight, nine times a game. That helps Antonio Brown so much. And I guarantee you, there's nobody that's more mad at this situation than probably Antonio Brown. Because Antonio Brown's like, listen, man, pay that man. But we've seen that with the Steelers. The ability to not want to pay him. It took a while for them to give Antonio Brown his money. Even though, you know, they did it in a sly way. They stretched and did all this other stuff. They they let um they let um how it, it seemed like every time I get on here, I, I never uh 
<laughs> can think of people's name when I need to. Um, it seemed like my mind going back. Mike Wallace. When when Mike Wallace wanted that money, think about the team they would have now with Big Ben, Le'Veon, Mike Wallace, opposite of of Antonio Brown, and they didn't want to pay Mike Wallace, you know, so they let Mike Wallace walk, and now they're they're probably willing to let Le'Veon Bell walk because they say, oh, he's just a running back. He's he's not that valuable. Well, 431 total touches. I think that, you know, puts me, I think that, I think that actually, uh, kind of quantifies being important on the team. You know, he's probably touching the ball more than the quarterback or just as much. I won't say more because obviously the quarterback is touching every single play, but guess what they do with Le'Veon Bell? They put him in the wildcat. They spread him literally out wide. They, you know, they run screens for him. They run plays for Le'Veon Bell. So man, listen, the NFL um, has has got this notion that the running back is invaluable, and I guarantee you, none of those receivers or none of those quarterbacks of those players will 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 uh, reiterate those sentiments. We'll see how that's going to happen. Apparently, you know, he's supposed to sit out the first game and miss the you know training camp and all that other stuff. So we're going to have to take take a look at that. Another thing in NFL news, man, Tio saying he wanted his agent saying Tio want to play in the NFL. But the CFL is going to have to do for now. My thing is, why, T.O.? Like, why, bro? Like, you are a top three wide receiver in the NFL. One of the toughest guys I have ever seen play football. Played in the Super Bowl on a broken ankle. 100-plus yards in a touchdown. Just got inducted to the Hall. What do you have to prove? Now, I understand, you know, he he probably just loves the game of football. So, he just wants to play the game of football. But you're 44 years old. I get it. He still, he, you know, he posts, he said, you know, he's still running 4-4. Of course, he's still benched out of this world. You can see he's, he's in good shape. But being in good normal people shape, and that's what I call it, normal people shape, and being in good football shape to take hits, Although he's he's he he's been there before, taking his. It's different once your body haven't done that in a while. It's gonna it's hard to retrain. I've haven't I haven't played NFL football at the highest level. So listen, this is all my opinion. I'm just stating what kinda is the obvious. When you haven't played in so long, to retrain your body to start taking those hits again, it's gonna be so taxing on the body. You know, this is common sense, not just an opinion. This is common sense here. You know, you're 44, T.O. Why would you want to do that? You are a, a NFL Hall of Famer receiver. There's only like 19 of you guys total in the freaking Hall of Fame. Why? What What more, honestly, do you have to prove? Because, see, T.O. has always had, have, have another agenda. And this is why, you know, a lot of people don't like him because of some of his antics. And you could say, well, he just want to play football. Yeah, I get it. But why, man? Like, you already a Hall of Famer. Why? What more do you have to prove? But see, T.O. want to prove that he still got more left in the tank. That when he stopped playing football, when he felt like he was getting blackballed out of the league and all that other stuff, he felt he still had more time left. So, listen, more power to you. You want to go do it. I'm just asking you. I don't really understand why you want to go do it. That makes no sense to me why you would want to go play in the NFL, let alone talking about the CFL. Why 
would you want to do that? That just makes absolutely, positively, no sense to me. At all. Why, like, like it, I'm just a loss for words, as a matter of fact. I'm so lost for words that that's going to be my time for the day. I will see you guys tomorrow, every single weekday, Monday through Friday. Unpopular opinion. Make sure you guys check out uh, the live debate that I will be a part of tomorrow on YouTube, um, where I do this uh, with RTF Sports uh, Live uh, every Tuesday and Thursday, 12 noon uh, Eastern Standard Time, 10 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. We're going to be live on YouTube tomorrow. Be ready for the debate tomorrow. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I'm Grand Hefe.